Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome to the show, Behind the Gates. We do it around this time every Saturday at 10 past, quarter past 10. And I'm joined in studio by Andrew Hurley. Brad Davidson and Darren Flindell will chime in shortly. But Hurls, uh, great to be back for another week. Uh, Gee, reflecting on last week, Animo, uh, eighth group one. He was quite dynamic winning that chipping Norton, wasn't he? Never had a moment of concern, did you? It was, mm. um, yeah, it was a super win. So, uh, yeah, just uh, everything they put in front of Animo just keeps on winning. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. What we're talking, Rambert or the George Ryder next up. So I don't know if anything has been locked in as yet. But, uh, yeah, super performance. Gee, we've got a good day's racing yeah. today. Um, it's an absolute cracker. Having a look at the form, sometimes it just looks straight up and down, but uh, I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case today. But uh, really looking forward to it. I can tell you the best backed runner on the card just continues to be backed is Sky Commander in the last at this stage. But I can tell you what, the favourites, I think we're looking at about one or two in the last 14 weeks have won the last. So Jeez. that's... that's <clears throat> mm. okay. I'm but... Of course, it can turn. I think we had a period about 18 months ago where about 12 of them got up in a row. Yeah, it was amazing. I remember that little period. Um, By the way, Fat Man has uh, texted in on the text line. He wanted to ask if the bonus bet applies in race two with only four runners. Um, Absolutely, it does. Yep. Absolutely, it does, Fat Man. So, um, by the way, uh, have you seen my multi-selection yet? I have. Yep, yep. Saw that. uh, Well, you had about 10 goes at it before you finally got it right. It's learning Uh, to fly, guys. Yeah. Race three. No. I well, thought about it. Mate, I, I, I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I've got no issue with it because um, otherwise we were going to be a huge figure and not as many people would have got on. But, uh, yeah, we'll touch on that a little bit later. But, um, yeah, show some. Some people would say, but I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's, of course, our Behind the Gates multi where we each nominate a horse. I've got to run top four. If they do so, we get paid. I thought about it, Darren Flindell. Good morning to you. I thought about putting Learning to Fly in. <laughs> that would have been. I, I, saw, I saw that email come through. I thought, is he on the cans already? <laughs> oh, oh, you would have been upset. You would have been upset. Oh, if I had... <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I thought, here we go. This is, this is deliberate... <laughs> Sabotage <laughs> from the show you do with your mob on the Friday. I know, but I, I couldn't have been accountable. My leg was a lock then. So you're still cross-pollinating? Um, yeah, yeah. I, no, no, I wasn't on the uh, oh, okay. the other show this you, week. Were you Osipenko? I was scratched, yeah. Mm. What about right. that? Gee, that's disappointing yeah, today. Yeah, really disappointing. Yeah. So they're out of play. I know one particular person who may, have, may not text me this morning that he was on in Futures at a big price and... Mm. Oh, I was on too. I'm Darren. sick. I'm still sick. Oh, uh, that's it. You that really, yeah. that really, really took the spring out of my step <laughs> when I saw that message, and I thought, oh, and then I was just discombobulated <laughs> for the next 15 minutes <laughs> when I was trying to put these tips in for the meeting because I just kept thinking about Osipenko <laughs> and how I'm going to, I'm going to just do my cash cold as well. Oh, it was to- yeah, torture. Um, that that question we addressed too about uh, the bonus bets. That, that was race three where there's only four runners, and uh, yeah, I, it does apply. So uh, if you you have the bet there. You get the bet back if you run. Is it top three hurls? Uh, up to fifty bucks. I'm Correct. Sure, Those so. races one to six today at Ramwick, Flemington, and Eagle Farm. I'll also mention uh, that Hawkesbury meeting today on all races at Hawkesbury. Uh, get a ten percent boost on your winnings for Quinella, Exacta, Trifecta, and First Four, and it's paid in bonus bets. Uh, capped at hundred dollars. Good meeting out there at Hawkesbury today too. Sure is. Brad Davidson. Good morning. Morning, guys. Yeah, great. Uh, great day of racing ahead. Um, Looking forward to it, building on last week, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can get the multi home. Bit of a juicy figure this week, so we'll see how we see how we go. Yeah, I just had to Google discombobulated as well, uh, confused and disconcerted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hang on, hang I'm on. Glad you knew. <laughs> they even put it in a sentence here, Darren. Um, was this yes. year when Osipenko got scratched? He is looking a little pained and discombobulated. <laughs> yes, I think that sums it up perfectly, and I'm impressed you knew how to spell it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, I, I produced cross-pollinating last week. You've produced discombobulated this week. Uh, let's see what Hells and Davo can come up with. In, I don't uh, swallow a dictionary. Place. 
like you blokes. <laughs> oh, we love it. Mm. Let's get straight to the feature, boys, uh, and chat about it. So we, we've had the disappointment this morning of Os, Osipenko coming out. And, yep, I'll put my hand up. I was a futures punter there. Um, mm. So they're nearly barred with me. I just can't take a trick there. Half mm. cabin is now 210. Um, Darren, I'll come to you first. Has he got? Has, does he hold the aces now, half cabin? You'd like to think so. Um, yeah, through default now, here's my on-top selection. But I, I think he'll win. But uh, the tactics of this race will be interesting. Uh, whether they can sort of hold him a little bit wide and make him do a bit of work, as was the case, which certainly brought him unstuck uh, last time in the, in the Hobartville Stakes. I think um, Lindemann's an interesting runner because they, they didn't plan on leading. Uh, with Lindemann last time. They wanted to get cover, but he jumped that well and he had to clear the inside runners. And um, and Lindemann was brilliant there in the lead. So I wonder if they'll be trying those tactics again. Hollywood Hero, I guess, from the low draw, will be punching through for a good spot. Communist, Perton will send him forward. Zoo Tiger will go forward. So um, it might be a little sticky for half cabin in the, in the early part, but I just think at the end of the day, now that Osipanko's not there... Oh, I, Actually, I don't want to say its name. It's just doing my head in now. I can't believe it's out. Half <laughs> <laughs> cabin is number, my pick. Number two. Number two. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I wish I could go down to Melbourne and put attrition on a truck and bring it up here for the race now. <laughs> what about you, Davo? Don't say that awful word. Uh, look, I think the race is a bit more open than the market gives it credit for, guys. Um, I thought uh, a horse like Machalate, I mean, he was only first up there the other day and I know he's a bit one pace, but I don't think there's a great deal between them. I think the race isn't super, super strong this year, and uh, I think he just parks off him here. He's going to be better for that run. He's going to love a mile at Randwick, and I think he's going to be within half a length of the of the winner. So at $6.50, I wanted to lean his way. I think Zoo Tiger's got a great chance. Look, obviously, the, the query with Arf Cabin is, will he run a mile? He's drawn awkwardly again with speed underneath. He's by a stern out of a 1,200-metre winner, I think, so... Breeding suggests it's some concern for me, and at two dollars ten, you want a little bit more in your favour for mine than than what he's got right now. So uh, for me, match a latte, but um, yeah, tricky little race. I think Man's Oyster will run a race. He seemed to try it up particularly well, and I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back nice and sharp. Charlie Duckworth made it his horse to watch for the weekend. I think there was a little bit of confidence there with with Charlie. So um, expecting him to run well, but match a latte for me just at the odds. I think Manzois is a silly price, to be honest with you. You're looking at $19.390 the place. I mean, yeah, OK, it's first up, but it always like stays first up over more than 1400 This is 1600 as Brad said. Uh, not a bad trial, and it had worked between races as well. I think it was either last Saturday or the week before. So just get the impression that they're... they're bit fair income about this and of course it beat sharp and smart in the derby today and that dead set looks a put in, put in take out job mm-hmm. over in New Zealand today uh, in terms of the investment today it is yeah it's clearly AF cabin and then Machilate uh, money for Zoo Tiger and even Lindemann which a lot of people are suggesting will run well uh, and yeah there has been support um, he'd want to jump better too wouldn't he Darren Aft cabin. I mean, he, he was sluggish out last night, mm. but that was a little bit unlike him. And uh, and here he is drawn wide out again today uh, with a number of other horses underneath him that are that are likely to go forward. Yeah, I've got him on top, but I, I don't think I really want to um, be having a, a win bet on him. By the way, there's a big jackpot again today in the big six, 150,000 jackpot. Last week, the pool got to half a million, so bear that in mind, punters. That's uh, well worth having a crack at. And if you are tuning in later on for the New Zealand Derby, no doubt Simon will broadcast this live to where if he can, sharp and smart to $1.70. That race is on at 2.47pm. Yeah, that's great information. Um, we'll hopefully see him here in the autumn, uh, sharp and smart. He's a, he's a damn good horse. That's the round with Guineas. Anything else to touch off on, Hells? Oh, we just took about a 2000 each way on Machilate at six fifty and one ninety five. the place. Remains at that quote. Mm. What a shame these the every year this goes on the clash of the Randwick Guineas and the Australian Guineas. Like how great would it be to have Jack and O going around in this race? How great would it be if the if they all got on? I think I think everyone's yeah. a bit uh, frustrated by that. It seems to be that the uh, the parties could uh, work a bit closer together. But um, yeah, let's hope that's uh, sorted out in the years to come. 
Darren is right, though. Um, it's uh, discombobulating the two fields. Crazy. Does that Crazy. work? <laughs> well, just just frustrating that yeah. you know th- these are great races and we're just not getting the the best available at either venue today. That's the Randwick Guineas uh, question here about Banana Queen in the last. A listener wanted your thoughts on Banana Queen, Darren, um, or is it out? Race nine. Race, race nine. nine. Did I say the last? Yeah, <laughs> race nine. Thanks, Brad. Uh, Darren, uh, Banana Queen today. Any any feel there? Very little pace in the race. I'd be surprised if Tyler Schiller doesn't really go forward and might even try and lead on her. Uh, The rain that's fallen yesterday uh, I don't think would be a a big issue. She seems to be equally effective on the good and the soft going as well. Yeah, I've got her highly rated. um, I've I've gone with Roots on top. I think Roots is, is the one, the way she savaged the line behind Electric Girl in the Group 2 last time out. And uh, Thalassophile, I think, still in good form, but I'm really, really worried about a lack of pace uh, for both of them. Banana Queen has the advantage that she'll be up in a very forward role and getting an economical time of it. Did you say in the call it was peeling off the fence? <laughs> she here did. Last time? <laughs> yeah, I think that's been said before. <laughs> and you <laughs> got a split. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, too good. <laughs> yeah, she might be best of this bunch today. Yeah. Oh, stop it. Brad, yeah, she's right for the pickings. Oh. <laughs> she's uh, the value play for the day for me. I, I can't get her at 440 versus the favourite here. I've got her much closer together. And if I wanted to be really aggressive, I could even mark her favourite here. Um, uh, look, she's just the, the weighted one here. I'm a big ratings man, and off off the, the databases I use, her last two ratings, weight adjusted, are in front of Roots's first up run by about a length. So... They've just got to be aggressive here. They they cannot ride her quiet, please, because she's just got 53 on her back, as Darren said. There's no speed. She jumps so well. I just hope they don't try to ride her quiet and they just straight to the front. And and from there, she's very hard to beat. She wants a, a drying track. I think she's much better on top of the ground. I was a bit disappointed by the run uh, the rain yesterday. But in the fair income department, we can't be on a soft six today. Well, I mean, yeah. we've had, what have we had? just under 30 mil. The last two meetings here, we had 80 and 70, and we're on a soft five and a good four, and they they put up a soft six this morning. I know it came Friday, but it had to be bordering on a good three firm too yesterday, considering they had four mil of rain for the week or whatever it was, and seven mil of irrigation. So uh, this track copes with rain very well these days. I think it's going to be a soft five at very worst, and if not, a bit better than that, getting towards a four. So... Straight to the front and catch me if you can, and I don't think they'll catch her. I think she should be shorter, and I'm surprised the market hasn't come for her this morning. I'm pretty keen on her chances. Mm. Uh, Roots, will she be three back, do you think? Well, I mean, she might even be behind them, but uh, I think Cliff's art will take up a position. Mm. But, um, look, I just think she's a little bit too short. Uh, I, I read a couple of things. She was luckless the other day. I thought she had every possible. Yes, it was a group two, Millie Fox. She's run well, but... She's got to go to the 57 now. We're going to go straight to 1600 second up. She's the most likely winner in the race, if you if you want to call it that way. But at, at $2, what is she? $2. Yeah, yeah, leave, even, yeah, leave me well and truly out of that price. So um, I've marked her closer to $3, even even just over that. So um, I think Cliff's Art's got a good chance. She beat her at a mile last preparation. Roots fair and square at, at Caulfield and gets in pretty well at the weights. And the key with her is the gate. A lot of people think that gate's no good for her, but she actually jumps really well and puts herself pretty much midfield. Um, she just had to go back from wide gate, so I can see why there's some specking there. I don't think there's many other chances outside of that, so Banana Queen, though, for me, nice and aggressive, and I think she'll get the job done. How's the book looking, Hurls? Are they uh, they t- chiming into Banana Queen? What, gee, what, a lot of punters up and about early this morning in terms of the size of the bets we're taking right across the card. Uh, in terms of this race, yeah, the Roots is holding about three times more than <laughs> Banana Queen, and yeah, 2.15 and 4.20 respectively. So last of all, there was money earlier in the week, but it's, I wouldn't say it's dried up. It's sort of holding its uh, spot at that $7 quote. All right. Race number four, a few listeners wanting to know what Sulcombe's going to do today. Do any of us know, Darren? I mean, he, he had the lameness issue last start. Mm. Um, there needed to be an excuse because he went awful. But he, he can bounce back, I think. I'm, <clears throat> I'm not getting involved in Sulcombe today. I thought his trial was very plain at Warwick Farm uh, following that. was really being sort of pushed along. He wanted to hang in. Uh, no, I'm avoiding Sulcombe at all costs today. Mm. Well, what do you like in the race? 
I, I'm giving a Shays runner a good chance here, Athabaskan. Uh, up to the right trip now, all its best form overseas is over 2,000 metres and a little bit further. It's got a kind gait, so I might be able to sit a little bit closer there. Um, yeah, first up over the mile, Ascension just got away with it up front and then it was a sit and sprint type of race, so it had no hope, Athabaskan. But I think this is a different play today. Uh, overall, I think there'll be a more genuine tempo than was the case last time. And I think Athabaskan will go really close. Uh, Sacramento, he, he's hard to catch, but he's a chance. And the other Waterhouse bot runner I find very, very interesting here, Sir Lucan, who came over for the Cup, very elegant uh, Cup. And even at the time that suggested this horse is going to need time to mature, well, they've certainly given it plenty of time. I quite liked his trial behind Jim Martini at Randwick. When Jim Martini got to him, he found a lot. He, it looks as though they've really, really poured the work into Sir Lucan. And, um, Hurls, how much money has there been for this today? I, I was I was trying to get on this yesterday at around the $10 mark in multis, and I see that price has completely vanished now. On, has there been a good go for it today, Sir Lucan? Uh, yeah, it's into $7.50, not necessarily off the back of money. Let me just uh, update this for you, and I can tell you. Yeah, well, it's went up $9. It's into seven fifty. As I said, not necessarily off the back of money, but, yeah, $10 they went up on Wednesday afternoon. There's no scratchings there, mate. Hmm. Gee, well, if you've taken no money on it, give me the $10 then. Well, see, so, yeah, see, so, uh, as, yeah, as I try and sort of explain you can't each explain and every week, I will explain it. Uh, sometimes a trim up can be off the back of money. Sometimes it could be market opinion. And this is obviously a market opinion. Um, it's holding, yeah, significantly less than Sacramento. Let's, let's call it for what it is. One bookmaker firms a horse, so the rest follow. That's mm. simply what it is. Gee, it'll be a mighty training performance if this this can win first up. Um, yeah, it would be. It would be. But um, look, he's tried well, as Darren said. I didn't have him there just simply because of the long, long break. But at the same time, um, you've got to you've got to respect him in his class. It's an interesting race. I'm with Darren. I can't get anywhere near Sulcum. I I think you can forgive the lameness. But you can't then forgive the trial as well. Like if you come yeah. out and trial well, then yep. you go okay yep. on on track. But he just trialed too poorly, and it was a twelve hundred meter trial. It's not like it's a, if it's an eight hundred meter trial, you go okay. You know he's not going to not going to be competitive there. But it's a twelve hundred meter trial, and he's he's slow out. He's out the back. They're going to leave him alone today. He's going to be you know seven lengths off the speed. It's just going to be um, it's just going to be too much for him, I think. So look, I'm with Sacramento, but. Uh, when I first looked at this race, I thought, oh, he gets an easy lead. But the problem with Sacramento these days, he takes 400 metres to get anywhere near the lead. He, he needs an absolute just riding, riding so so much early on to get anywhere near there. And you've got horses like Bullfinch that have 1,400, 1,600 metre speed and Sir Lucan who's shown speed in the trial. So I think he's a much better horse when he can lead. I'm not sure he's going to get that. So I'm just a little bit holding fire there. But third up, 2,000, he's the way I want to play the race. Um, Athabaskan needs to improve but gets the set up to do that. I think the roughie out wide is Torrens. He just absolutely grows a leg when he comes to Randwick, mm. this horse. And I know his best form's 2,400 here, but he can roll forward here. No no, no real speed in the... Not a stack of speed. He can put himself in the first couple. And I thought his tick-over trial was terrific too. If Sulcum comes out and wins, Darren, would we seen, see scenes uh, uh, similar to Glastonbury? Do you remember that? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's... Do you remember that? It's run about 20 lengths last, I think, in the lead-up to the Metro. <laughs> Come out and one yeah. like Burnbra. Do they still do that? Do they still? Because obviously, don't get the races. So I'm always here. But do they still give it? Give the uh, jockeys no, a spray that, on the fence. Those days uh, are over. Oh, not like those days. That was that was tremendous theatre back then. They'd all go down and have their say. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bring it back. No, I, <laughs> yes. Keep them on their toes. <laughs> Absolute classic. Uh, just quickly, uh, Russell from Penrith has texted in in relation to the scratching of. Osipanko, uh, and the Punners HQ multi. Mate, that has been uh, refunded as of 10 minutes ago. So ben Dixon, thank you from the tab, has let me know that. Beautiful. Just on Solcom too, watching that trial again. He don't, I don't know if he's that comfortable Sydney way. Yeah. Lays in. Look at him yeah. laying mm. in. We're just watching it here mm. in the studio. James is, is leaning across to try and get him to go straight and hitting yeah. him in the right. It's a worry. And we saw Espiona go to Melbourne and bounce back to her best, although she was still all over the shop the other day, but clearly went better. So there's definitely an argument there too. I, I'm no surprise the market's pushing against him today. I, I think um, 
He just seems to be going a bit below par at the moment. Mm, You had to bring that up about Espiona. That left a a sour taste in my mouth when she sailed home. I I finally (laughs) dropped off. No, I got on. Again, again, it's that thing we talk about. Don't, you know, try not to sack horses because try not to take that emotional attachment in it and just always treat a horse in every race, right? A lot of people, Mm. they back a horse two or three times, they get rolled and think, oh, that horse owes me, so I'm never going to back it again. A horse owes you nothing depending on how many times you back it or not. They can all find their right race, and they get to their right price. You back them. I get it, but I just emotionally, had I gone again and she got beaten, I would have felt worse, as opposed to letting her go and winning. So I still felt bad yeah, that yeah. she won and let her go. Yeah. But had I backed her and she got beaten again, that really would have shattered. Profondo is a good example. Like last week, he went. Yeah, yeah. No, well, Did no it, good was at there all. anything in the stewards' report there? I don't or? think so. No. But um, but like. You know, a lot of people are going to go, oh, never, never, never again with that horse. Yeah, let's wait but and see. he's going to be a price. He's yep. going to get a good price because of that, and he's still got ability. So you got to keep – You just don't just rule horses out because you've had a bad day on the pump with them. As well. Which so. leads us to uh, Kettle Hill racing today. Yeah. <laughs> Melbourne, Mark Hunter's uh, put it on top. I'm, I'm actually willing to give it another go. I actually, race, yeah. yeah, I actually did back um, Espiona last week, only on the basis. We'd been saying it for weeks and weeks. Yep. yeah. Is it going to go better in Melbourne? It did, but as you said, it's still hung. Don't know if it beat much, but still got the Time was okay, though, yeah. so at least something there to work with, for sure. Let's talk about race five, guys. Uh, a listener here wanted to discuss Troach, so with that, I'll uh, give the floor to Darren Flindell, because I know yeah, you're troaching like... today, the F. Yeah, I'll give her a good chance. Uh, a lot of depth to the field, so um, I can't get overly confident. I did make her the, the best bet. I was all set to hit the button on Sky Command in the last, but then... The price has gone right off, but with Troach, you're still getting $10 about her. I, I really loved her work at Rose Hill in the trail. Uh, the time was really good, very sharp a piece of work. And um, off a rating of 81, she's actually the highest rated runner in this field, and she's getting weight uh, from some of those at the top as well. Um, the cushion in the track's going to be a big, big plus for her now. Uh, I think they made that point after she was beaten uh, in Melbourne last time, that she really needs a bend and she needs a bit of give in the track. So she gets that. She's got the speed. Clark can either hold the front or take a sit if economics really wants to to push on there. So I think Troach is a a good solid each way bet. I think the big improver today is going to be Cote, number two. Um, it, It tried last week at Rose Hill. Chalante actually jumped for a change and completely controlled that trial. Cote was taken back. I thought, this is interesting. I wonder if this is what they're going to do on race day. They put a Norton bit on Cote in that trial, and he, he switched off quite well. But didn't he savage the line in that trial? So um, I think that's one of the tactic changes that was announced rather early, that Cote will be ridden conservatively. So take him out of the equation as, a, as an on-pace runner. I like Troach, and I'll be having something on Cote as well. Yeah, look, I found it... a. Uh... An interesting race. I, I thought uh, Economics and Dashing Legend had the, the key form lines here. Um, it's probably too far apart considering that um, Dashing Legend's beat Insurrection and Insurrection's beaten Economics early in its career. So you get a form line there. It's just Dashing Legend's just drawn wide with plenty of speed inside, but as has Economics. Um, I think the key to this race is the track and how it's playing because you've got the rail out six metres. It's it's very hit and miss, this rail position. It's either mad fencing run, and if you're not there, you can't win, or it's just simply fair. So it's either one or the two. If it's mad fencing run, well, economics is in a bit of world of hurt, as is dashing legend, and that brings horses like Troach right into the picture from the inside draw. But if it's a fair track, I think the likes of economics and, and dashing legend will be a bit too strong with those stronger form lines for mine. So we'll wait and see that one. Bit of a, a track watch for mine. We just took a bet of uh, 1500 each way on Insurrection down there for race six at Flemington today. $12.390 was the price that remains at that price. Okay, great. Uh, that's a good race uh, with a lot of Sydney representation. Just on economics, he's um, he's got a few antics pre-race. Um, he he mm. didn't get to go around last start. He was a late scratching. He was, he's like that mate you had in high school that would always do, overdo it at pre-drinks and not get to the real go uh, when you actually went out. So he's he's been a, a little bit excited pre-race economics, and he hasn't got a start his last year. Well, probably good for him won't to draw wide the, there. Yeah, or, won't go in the like, gates. It's like he's not allowed into the party until 9pm yeah. with the gate there, Barrier 11. So yeah, what I'm doing there. exactly. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's he... a common problem in Thangool. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he settles down today because he's got all the ability in the world. 
He does. He is nice horse. He just and everything went wrong in the spring as well yeah. with the the blue sapphire. He missed that. So then he went into the cool more a bit. Well, just lacking race fitness, you would imagine. So, uh, yeah, I think he's clearly the one to beat. But um, keep an eye on Dashing Legend if she gets any luck. Yeah, I'm with you. That that was a, an awesome return mm. at Canterbury. Just owned that race mm. and, and paraded so well too. So. Yeah, I'm keen to see her again today, but uh, a good contest. Even a horse like Felix Majestic, he's done nothing wrong. He's $14. Yeah. It's a, a good little race. But I think Davo hit the nail on the head. Track pattern's going to be vital yep. for this. Um, he looks a shade of unders, I've got to say, the favourite. Economics at 240. Without knowing, yep, I yeah, I kind of agree. At the moment. Uh, race number one, guys, this uh, midway. I think this could give us a good guide to the track straight away because this favourite Navajo Peak, he's got gate one, and then you've got Cheerful Legend drawn 11, which is going to get back mm. and, and try and run on. So I think we'll get a bit of a feel for it straight away, David. Yep, we will be able to get a, a look at that for sure. Uh, look, he's hard to beat, I think, Navajo Peak after the rain, just to take that sting out of the track for him. He comes out of a benchmark 78, back to midway grade here, and just gets that lovely run behind the speed. I do think he's short enough, considering there are probably five or six, seven options in this race. But um, for me, he's on top. I think Carolina Fire will be nice and aggressive early in the danger. I thought Herb's two runs back being really good for the new stable, and... Uh, can get home here at good odds as well. So one sixteen and nine, that the three main hopes for me here. Darren, yeah, I'm quite keen on uh, Navajo Peak as well. And that uh, rain yesterday has certainly caused a plunge in his price. I think we're looking at five dollars fifty about Navajo Peak a few days ago, and here he is three fifty this morning. But you have know, a Carolina Fire likely to to bound out, push forward. I can just see Navajo Peak leaders back in the run, coming off heels and being too strong there at the end. I thought Lou Wah's last run was good, and the upside with Deckard and Tail coming out, that's made Zach Lloyd available for the ride on Lou Wah. Boy, he was three wide the entire trip, and Zach rode it that day, and he went so close to winning it, Cheerful Legend was able to gun him down late. I, I had Cheerful Legend right in the numbers until the rain fell. I just think with the way he lets down with his action, I'm really, really worried about him first use on a softish track. I would have much preferred Cheerful Legend on a dry track. So I've, I've downgraded him in the numbers. And left reeling is the one that I've upgraded. I think left reeling here from a good draw with a liking for the wet tracks and a winner uh, second up in the past. I think left reeling's right in the race as well. So my play is a Navajo peak, Le, uh, left reeling and Louvois. I'm glad you, you mentioned her because I'm going to back her today, uh, yeah. left reeling. You look at that run first up, oh, beaten seven lengths. But had none. Mm. Barrier 11, fence was completely on fire, settled back. I actually liked the last 50 metres and, and passed the post. You go yeah. straight to the mile. That was 1,200, wasn't it? Yeah. Not a 1,200 yeah, metre horse. Not a 1,200 no, metre horse at all. So Second up, last preparation, she won. So uh, I'll be on today each yep. way. I'll Fair be playing enough. sport. No, no, uh, no real... Can't talk, or wouldn't talk you out of it because you're a great judge and you'd make your own uh, assessments. Oh, but um, what I'm saying is I, I, yeah, there's, I think you're... Made a really good case. Mm. Thank you, David. Multi. Yeah, I like it when we get along. It feels weird. <laughs> go on, Hells. All right. About to go live with the multi. And what we'll do is uh, let uh, everyone know what the selection is. And as to why, and we'll start with you, Darren. You've gone with race five, number five, Troach. You've just covered off, I guess, on it. Mm. All right. Yes. Good yeah, track. I think she's safe for the first four off that Come kind on, fire goal. up, Lindell. Fire up. What, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I put something in that'll give a surprise. Yeah. I'm just doing, I've just realised I've got no money left in the account. I overdid it on the football bets last night. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Shocking start. For Strip out last night, or are they still pending? You back the Tigers at Leichhardt? Oh well, that that's sweet. That's that's rolling over. But uh, no, I had a bit of a bet in your game last night. By the way, congratulations. Thank that you. was a great spectacle. Oh, it was a great game, Brisbane. Uh, just loved it, loved it, um, defensively in particular. So, yeah, good start to the year for us. Uh, race seven, number two, Atorius, is the way that I have gone. Hope it gets ridden more forward, which I think it will. Just think there's a bit of intention from the stable to uh, to really get this runner firing. Um, yeah, as I said, hopefully it, it does race a little bit forward, and I think it'll be going uh, into the top four, and that's all we know. It doesn't have to win as long as it runs top four, which I think it will do today. Uh, Brad, you've gone Banana Queen. Yep, Banana Queen for me. Uh, uh, look, I just think she's really well weighted there today and, and flying and got two really good ratings at the mile at Ramwick that are hard to beat here. 
Sky Command for me, boys. Race 10, number two, and that is now open. Got to give us strength. And that is the best backed runner on the card today, Sky Command. So to surmise, race five, number five, Troach. Race seven, number two, Artorias. Race nine, number 11, Banana Queen. Race 10, number two, Sky Command. We're going $7.50 this week, and it's a maximum bet of $25. And Wooshka, the gates are open. Get on. Good luck uh, to everyone who takes it, and uh, I'm feeling good about it today. Let's go to the Todman, guys. Um, a listener here. Hey, guys, Empire of Japan. He seems long odds. Thoughts? Davo? Yeah, just a little query. I mean, you can look at that Magic Millions form and just pen it right because Skirt the Law went really bad last week. But then she pulled up lame out of that, which made sense because she was off the bit 600 from home. And we've seen Platinum Jubilee come out of it. So, uh, look, I think he's got a bit of ground to make up still. I think um, that early breeder's plate form never really turns out. And, again, I think it's a big query. It's the two favourites and Cafe Millennium. Probably a great example of this race of, of trials being overplayed in Sydney. I mean, what, do you go up $1.55 after after a trial? Like, mm. yeah, don't get me wrong, the trial time was outstanding and he, he looks to be flying, but... Uh, yeah, we seem to we seem to put more into trials than races these days. They trial and they firm up two dollars. They race and they they hold their price. So uh, they're both beaten King's Gambit by a similar margin. So I just had to go with Cylinder here. I, I thought he had a bit more improvement. Perhaps the the Godolphin Stables seem quite bullish, and I think he can land outside Red Resistance and and give him a give him a challenge late. But look, Red Resistance is going to get the right sort of run and and be be hard enough to beat. Does it give us a great slipper guide? Probably not. A sit and sprint. Yeah, I mean, it's no going to be pace, no. exactly like. That's why be... I just don't think unless he can be one one. I'm not sure Cathay Millennium's in yep. the race because he's such a big gangly fellow. If they sit and sprint, he's a momentum horse. I reckon. Yep. I know we've only seen him once. He's so green, but yep. he looks a momentum horse. That if they hold up mid race, mm. in saying that. Do Gay and Adrian want Red Resistance ridden that way? They like their horses to gallop. I don't think it'll be a walk, but mm. to your point, Davo, you, you're right. There, there's no speed in numbers here. Small field. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this you can counteract run. it and say there's only you know he's only going to be two lengths off the speed yeah. Cafe Millennium. But I'm with you. I think they just might out sprint him today. But look, Cylinder Red Resistance. I don't think there's a heap between them. I know a lot of people saying the Golden Slipper favourite will come out of this race, but gee, I think the the Phillies um, gonna going to be hard to beat and learning to fly and probably start favourite, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll chat about her next too. Fair dinkum, you have to be quick with this um, multi. It's almost gone. I reckon you've got three minutes, if that. All right. Quickly, uh, punters, mm. uh, if you're listening, get on the Behind the Gates multi. You're with uh, Luke Marlowe, Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Andrew Hurley. This is Behind the Gates. Darren, does he win Red Resistance? I'm pretty certain he will. Um, just in the back of my mind, uh, something David, David uh, Gately brought up on the morning that he trialled, did he trial too well? And uh, sometimes that does worry me a little bit because the figures were just off the charts, weren't they, for that trial? But it's not like Preble really got into him and pushed him away. He just has such a high cruising speed and a big, long stride on him as well. I've loved this horse before he even got to the races, Red Resistance, so I won't be turning on him uh, today. I did like Cylinder a lot uh, the day that he beat Platinum Jubilee, and I think Barrier 1 just made sure that everything was perfect that day. He was able to just sit and trail Platinum Jubilee, then come off heels and and run her down. I don't think it'll be a perfect run for Cylinder today, but I've got a lot of respect for him. Um, he's the only one I'm seriously worried about beating Red Resistance. I think Empire Japan will be in a battle for third with, with Cafe Millennium 8. I don't think Cafe Millennium could beat the top two, or to be serious. So I did go and see what his individual last 600 was that day, and he was 33.62. But as you said, he's oh that 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 the way he uh, he handles himself was a bit of a throw off when I watched him at the trials Cafe Millennium. I I completely sort of disregarded him, and then watching him on the day, I thought this would be lucky to finish at about the 800 metres the way he was going. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously a very unique two-year-old, but I really think the action's with red resistance. And if, if that trial's just zapped him a little bit, Cylinder's the one. Uh, on Cafe Millennium, Don Corleone, fourth there. Um, did run second in a blue diamond, his next start. Should have um, won. Should have won. Should have won and went down to the $1.60 at Randwick prior to that. Mm. They're just not consistent, are they, these uh, two-year-olds? two-year-olds, yeah. I mean, learning to fly's got a bit of consistency about it, but far, far out. Some of them are coming out and going... 
We'll have them put two like together yet. Far late one week. <laughs> yeah, well, he has at least. Well, red this is the thing with he? this red resistance, right? He's yeah. on the improve, mm. um, I believe. Uh, he he just seems to be getting better and better. And, and that trial, I, I just think this setup, yeah. Look, I, he could elevate to a new level here. He could. So yeah. um, it, it's like, going to be very Luke, exciting. Luke, can you ever recall a, any horse breaking no. 32 in a trial at Warwick Farm? No, Darren. Uh, we had Vinzicardi on yesterday, and he yeah. went back through his records. It's mm-hmm. one of the best trials ever on his data based on um, finishing speed, overall time, etc. So they just don't do it. They don't go that quick. So, he, look, he might be, today will tell us, but he just might be really good, this horse. Mm. So, exciting. Let's talk about the Phillies. Race number three, and it's the uh, Risling Stakes learning to fly. She's just got to push to 165, only four runners here. What will Chad do? Will he just push the button and go to the front here? From gate one, because I, I if so. if I put myself in his shoes, no, you don't think so, Darren? No, I don't think so. You think well, take I think a seat? Uh, I'd say so because Facile will probably Facile with Clark, and I'd say would want that role of pacemaker. And then the, the query runner here is is the Hawksville, isn't it? Uh, Mathcura. She looked pretty sharp out of the gates in her trial. The daughter of a, a slipper winner out of Moss Fun. Um, no, I, I personally I thought Learning to Fly would just camp in behind them. He would be my, this would be my mentality and probably why I'd never make a jockey. But if I'm Chad, I'm thinking, right, I've won two on this filly. If I win again, I'm definitely going to be on her in the slipper. If I take a sit and I'm box seat and they walk and I have bad luck, the door's open that you could get the drag. Oh, I'd, I'd so I'd, I'd drag him. I'd be riding it like the best horse and going to the front if I was riding it. But that's, yeah. that's what I would do. I'm not yeah. a jockey. I mean, but they I'm might go, they might come out and say, we, we don't. Well, does she yeah. need money to Connections get in? Connections might say we want. Well, she does. She does. Yeah. Well, she there does. you go. Yeah. So you probably can't afford to just say, t- you know, take a sit and teach you something. But I don't know what they'll do. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he'll get instructions from the stable mm. on how they they no, want yeah. her ridden, and and he'll probably just follow those instructions as a lot of jockeys do. And and that's why you know sometimes we're critical of jockeys, but sometimes they're getting the wrong information from from some stables. Mm. It's just as simple as that. Sometimes they're told to do something and without actually having a look at the race and they're, they're basically boxed into a corner that I've got to follow the instructions where, you know, the race unfolds and they should have done something completely different. But the best best thing is just to leave an open book, see how fast they go. Tim will have a crack at the, the front and if they want to just take a sit, then take a sit. If not, um, just roll. She's got that natural speed. But look, I think she's too good. She beat Facile, what, a length and a length and three quarters almost in the English Millennium. She was on the wrong part of the track and she's had that extra run. It is the, the race before the grand final. So there are those little queries, but she's still top pick at this stage for me in, the, in Slipper, but um, we'll, we'll work out more after this race. Hurls, has there been any type of serious money for the for the Hawks filly, Mathcura? Uh, let me just have another look. Look, it's $6. Look, what was your take, Luke, on a trial? You you called her that morning. Which one was that, Darren? Uh, Mathcura, the, yeah. uh, the Emirates. I, I, I didn't not like it. Um, I, I saw nothing wrong with it, to be honest. But she's got to come here on debut and, and race these good horses. And she's got to do it on a soft track. And I just hate this. I hate these I'm Invincibles with the, the sting out. I just... They, they are dead set dry trackers. Um, the good filly who's running in the Canterbury Stakes today, she she can handle heavy. She's won two on heavy, but rarely do you see the breed like like anything but firm ground. But um, yeah, it's hard to beat the race horses on debut. Just to answer your question, Darren, if if you disregard learning to fly and a dollar sixty five, no, nah, not really. To be honest with you, no. okay. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised learning to fly is still a dollar sixty five because that was her price before Kundalini was scratched. Mm. They're always going to push, weren't they, a bit, um, I think, with both two-year-olds. So maybe they, they tend to do that. They tend to just, if they don't like them, don't they, they open up the same price after deductions a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. And that, look, listen, later on, I, I don't know if Tim Ryan's back from holidays or it's Timmy Owens today, but, yeah, as to whether they take it on. But, see, it's very difficult for for them to take it on when it's just so popular in multis. You know, rank and file punters aren't going to take the $1.65 straight out. They're whacking in multis. So, um, yeah, that amplifies the liability. Yeah, I'm, I'm be honest, I'm a little bit confused here. I just, if I'm backing learning to fly today, I want it in front. Um, if I was going to chime yep. in, and I can't be certain she's going to be, so I don't know if they want to teach her to do that. This being the final uh, prep run for the for the slipper. No, you're right. Because um, red resistance, I don't think will have any resistance to leading the slipper field on the day. So um, I think 
I don't think they'd want to be pushing learning to fly something that they won't be. I wouldn't imagine they'd be doing in the slipper itself unless she drew a bad gait and they had to go forward. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, I want to cover off on the uh, the Canterbury Stakes and also the, the Sprint guys, uh, the Challenge. So even though we've had a few texts about other races, I, I just want to prioritise these two for now because uh, this Kiwi mare, Imperatriz, she's uh, creating a lot of chat. She's on the drift. She's 240 mm. now uh, in race number seven at Randwick today. Darren, what's mm. your take on her? This, this is very interesting to see how she performs travelling away from New Zealand for the first time. Absolutely. Uh, I made contact with uh, Jason Tan uh, in New Zealand just to get his opinion there on Imperatriz. And he, he brought up the point that her best form overall is at Tarapa, uh, where she's won five of her 12 uh, wins at that track. And that's a left-handed uh, circuit as well. When you, when you look at the tape of her dominant win over 1,400 metres, she, she really looks the one. But, yeah, first trip away... Um, yeah, great there at Tarapa. I don't think I want to fall into her at uh, at short odds. I think Electric Girl will get a really, really good run from the draw there today, and um, and Artorius uh, obviously a chance as well. But I've done something I don't think I, I've done in a, in a long time. In fact, I'm not sure if I've ever done it. I'm going with Cascadian. <laughs> I was just about to mention Ca- Cascadian. You wouldn't believe it, Imperatriz holds the most amount of money, but we are taking it on. One ninety out of two forty. That's you know, when you're talking about a dollar ninety to two forty, that's a it's a fairly savage mm. uh, drift with the amount of money we've got on it. But yeah, Cascadian, um yeah, it's been very popular. Every year he's always uh, first up in a big race and he always runs so well. So I thought I'd I'd rather have less pressure and just have a little each way go there at Cascadian. I've really got my doubts about Golden Mile. I was watching his trial yeah, of horse pre leading up to this. Boy, he was mm. when, and you don't really see them get into the Godolphin runners too much. But he was being urged along, and I thought he was really empty at the end. Um, so I, I just him. couldn't, I couldn't find a spot for Golden Mile. If I didn't watch that trial, I might have been forgiving, but I, I can't take, I can't unsee the trial. And as a result, uh, I haven't put Golden Mile in my top four now. The only thing I'll say with him is he's got that inside gate. If we've got a hot rail, he's back in play. But I'm with you, Darren. I, I didn't and even in the, the expressway, when he loomed up, he got within about a length and a half of Maria Mayer, and I thought, oh, game on. This is going to be an exciting finish. And she just dropped him. Um, and then I thought, I, then I was trying to make excuses. Well, the time that day was really sharp. I think it was one of the quicker expressways of, of all time. But, mm. yeah, that subsequent trial is a big concern. How's it going, Golden Mile, Dover? I don't think he's going too well. Um, why is he five dollars here? Why are they backing him this morning? What have I missed? Because he's he's got beaten out of sight first up by a horse that's failed since the format of the race has been pretty fair at best, and then he's trialled plain um, thirteen hundred second up's a little bit short too. I, I just don't see it. I I've always thought this horse was a little bit overplayed to be honest. I, I thought he fell in in a in a Caulfield Guineas where if a few other horses had a had a bit uh, a bit better run than than they win. Um, sure, the run in the Golden Rose was was decent, but then he's beaten Communists and a lot more love in a in a calendar Presnell uh, was far 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 from impressive that day. I just don't know if he's made the improvement. He, he might have, but um, for me, uh, I've marked him thirteen dollars, so five dollars I could well and truly leave me out of that. I think she's getting out to the right price and. I know, I know you're saying, Hills, you're taking her on a dollar ninety to two forty, but you're three dollars into a dollar ninety the other day, so you just overreact. That's what the that's what the bookies do these days. They overreact. They get a little bit of money and they they want to turn everything off. So they're gonna they're gonna drift them back out. Where does she finish? I don't know. I marked her sort of two ten to twenty. I, I thought she was hard to beat here. I mean, she's run a figure last time out. That's three lengths clear of this field. I'm not saying she'll do that again, but she's the, the third and the fifth horses out of the race have come out in Quinella to Group One since. Um, she just lands on speed here. I just don't know where else to turn. You've got Artorias, who is very, very hard to catch. I'm glad they're going to ride him a bit closer because I've been saying that for years, and they keep saying, oh, no, he needs to be left alone out the back, and the Platinum Jubilee he was in another race. Dead said he was that far back. The, the jockey should have given half his riding feedback back because he fell asleep the first 400 metres. Um, and Electric Girl, but she's that Group 2 style of, of mare but gets the right run, her, her best forms at Rose Hill. So... Interesting race, but I think it all points back to Imperatriz here. I think she's very hard to beat. Let's talk about the challenge, guys. Uh, this will be the last race we have time to uh, discuss. Really appreciate all the texts uh, on the text line, but Giga Kick, he's getting out as well, and they've come for Ed. 
Eduardo, he's into $4.20. Uh, he's just got to turn up and show us he's back again, Darren. Uh, I'm not saying mm. he isn't. Uh, his trials have been fine. But when you're now a nine-year-old, I know he's been looked after. Um, it's hard to do it with preparation and preparation uh, again and again at this top level. So I, I just want to see him come back. Yeah, I thought his trial was fine. Uh, they brought him to Ramwick for that piece of work as well with Nash in the saddle. He holds the track record. He's won the last two editions of the race, so it's hard to uh, to make a case against him. Um, I'm going with Remarka, personally. I think this is the four-year-old that's on the upward spiral now. Since he's since he's been gelded, had a terrific preparation gone past. His trial leading up to this was terrific. So I think there's a lot of upside here with Remarka. I think Giga Kick might just find the 1,000 metres a bit sharp to be a, a winning chance today, but I, I could be well wrong then. They did make a point when he was beaten at his latest start in Melbourne that he wasn't as relaxed in the parade ring that day. Shout out to Craig Williams, I have to say. I love the, the footage. He put the helmet cam on in a piece of work or a trial at Balnarring, and he sat well back. He was pretty much on the outside fence all the way, and he, mm. he finished best and, and got up to win. But what, what a marvellous perspective to be able to sit there and watch that on your iPad and, and just get the whole feeling of it. Uh, yeah, well done to Craig. I think that, that was outstanding he, work. He's very good with his time, Craig mm. Williams, really. Ultra-professional, yeah, he's the ultra-professional. He, he yeah. seems like a quality human being, and he, he's a real promoter of the sport, which we need more And the one of. thing we learned from that vision, the horse is very clean-winded, didn't make a sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, after the line, good boy, good boy. Yes. Oh, oh, I think he's going well. I think he's going well. What price does he start? Oh, he might start with a three in front of him, I think. Might even start with a four in front of him. Really? Oh, he's just... Why is he 290? I mean, yeah. come on. Oh, here we go. Gee, he loves bashing this horse. Fair oh, what's he done? Oh, well, he's won at <laughs> Everest. Yeah. Uh, Apart, from he's, uh, Apart from that, he's what's he had done? six starts <laughs> for five wins, and you yeah. could say that he should have been six from six. He's beaten Private Eye. Buanas Notches. How does he win the VRC Classic? Get every possible. No, he didn't. Every be careful possible potting chance. them before they come back. He could have found Look. six. You never know. No, he's, he's always kicking this horse clearly, down. Clearly no pun, talented No horse, pun intended. But, but he's, he's just been priced off an Everest run. And, it, and they've just gone... They got into $2.40. What, 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 like, what was the rating of the Everest as a race? It wasn't well below its best. Oh, I think well fine, below that's its best. not true. It is. It was. It was well below what it's rated in the past, about two lengths below. Two and a half, I would say. They ran a one oh he ran a one oh five in the Everest before Nature Strip was running a one ten, one eleven, so there's about three lengths, right? Uh, he's just too short. I mean, he can win. There's no doubt about it. I'm not saying the horse well, can't I, win. I reckon you should say that. I, you should say he's too short, but you shouldn't say what's he done. He's won. No, he loves well, what's he that. done outside of an Everest? Well, I what I'm he saying. Have, I mean, he's beaten one of Snotches. He should have won that Group One up the straight. There's no way in the world. Oh. I watched it again the other day. I'm thinking, yeah, what's everyone know. talking about? I is that every possible? I didn't think he had any momentum to wind up properly no. and really. And you watched late. You watched late. He, they were holding him. Like, was he, did he have much room there though? Oh, gee, but he, he wasn't he wasn't like savaging line. Anyway, look, I, I think he's he's got one rating. Well, there he is. He's three dollars now. Yeah, well, he's three dollars now. I mean, he'll so. start he'll start three fifty four dollars. He's got to here because mm. there's just thousand meters short of his best. I mean, that jump out. He's just got past a benchmark fifty eight horse late. Um, I, I'm just, I interviewed him this morning, Clayton. I asked him about that because I was worried about that too. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm going to no and, bet and up on Giga Kick today, but fast. just defending the horse. He said, look, he. he uh, we were happy. Craig was happy. He's sometimes a horse that needs a bit of encouragement. He's a racehorse. He doesn't always trial great, and it's hard to make ground at yep. that Balnarring track, uh, yep. apparently. But his first jump out was very good, you've got to say that. So I don't think there's mm. any dramas how he's going. It's just how much improvement has he made uh, from a three-year-old to now, what is he, a four-year-old? So, yeah. Or late three-year-old, autumn three-year-old. He's a $4 chance. That's 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 all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um he can definitely win the race. I'm not saying he can't win the race because it's it's not deep. Like there's, it's just up for grabs, right? You've got Remark there, who's that's why I think he's the bet. Remark. Well, that's the thing. He's kind of there. He's ready to go. But if Eduardo runs up to any of his ratings first up the last five preparations, he'll just smash it. Simple as that. But he's you know, the he's nine year old. Is he is he there? Right. Yeah. That's that's the query. Is he still there? But. You're getting good prices, Eduardo. You're getting good price for a mark. You're getting a decent price passive-aggressive who looks a really good horse. I just think he'll they'll continue to take him on because he's got one rating, his Everest run. All his other ratings are a length to two below what you'd need to win this race. So And that was a high-speed race. Um, what's the tempo look like here? Ed, Ed just... Ed leads passive aggressive outside, and he's you know there's probably not far away. So I mean it's interesting. I, I, 
like I said, I, I think he's a nice horse, but I think there's others. Like, I think he's just been overplayed because of an Everest win where he had everything go his favour that day and, and just just won, you know. Like, he just everything went his way. I thought it was a little bit overplayed. And you look prior to that, he's beaten Lascars. He's beaten he's beaten horse like Cannonball. Um, well, maybe a thousand It all shocked us when he won that Everest. Yeah. I mean, none of, none of us gave it a hope. Let's be honest. I didn't. No, I marked it. I, didn't, dogs, I but, didn't give it a hope. But... but he came out and did it. Things worked for him. But exactly. let, let's see what he does now. He, he yeah. might he might have made more improvement. With Eduardo, Brad, can we make the same comparison as what we did with Nature Strip the other week where we said, oh, you know, getting old and, you well, know. Well, the writing was sort of on the wall for yeah, him, wasn't yeah, it, before the yeah. spell? Yeah. yeah, but I'll say Joe Pride, absolute master. I don't think he'd have him there if he, if he I wasn't. I didn't think he yeah. trialed as confident. well, Eduardo. I didn't think he trialed as well as he does normally. But you, but just, you just don't know, know with him. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's the risk. Like I said, if he's if he's close to his best, he just wins this, and he should be two dollars. Simple as that. But that's why you're getting a better price. I think he's got to continue to firm. I think Giga Kicks can got to continue to drift, and they'll continue to back Remark and spec away at passive aggressive. Uh, like I said, can win, but for me, he just hasn't done anything to, to warrant that sort of. Well, definitely not two forty, but yeah, three dollars. I, I as think well. your assessment of the market is is pretty much spot yeah. on there. And I understand what you has, has he. He hasn't shown us yet that he warrants being short in these races against mm. the good Not sprinters. at 1,000 either. Yeah. You know, like 1,000 is just first up 1,000. It's a bit short. If it's 1,200, mm. you know, a bit of a different, get a bit more time to wind up. But Eduardo's a very fast horse. Remark's a fast horse. You know, Pulele's flying apparently. Passive aggressive. This could be a really, really promising horse too. So Definitely. there's a lot of ways to turn there. Darren, I'll give you a last say uh, here. Yeah, I'd r- remark and uh, remark and uh, savour on Eduardo for me. I'm certainly not uh, potting Giga Kick, other than the fact I just don't like him first up over a thousand metres. But Ed- Eduardo will run his usual on this race. But I think Remark's going to just camp behind the fast ones and finish best. Uh, we don't see it too often uh, in Sydney racing when they resumed him a month ago to go around with 62 kilos, and he did it pretty comfortably. Mm. Oh, they've got him right now, I think. Mm. Um, boys, I'll wrap it up. Darren, your best and good calling today. Yes, thanks. And then we'll be uh, having the De Bortoli's quiz soon. Or oh, you'll yes. be upsetting Paul with his lateness. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I'm shaking already. <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll get scolded here. Uh, uh, so my best value bet of the day is, is Troach at the $10 each way. But I think Sky Command looks nailed on for the last. So I think the Canterbury Stakes, we're probably going to have to play this could be a real quaddy killer, uh, the Canterbury Stakes today. But go hard into Sky Command in the last. Cascadian's good value. And um, in in Melbourne, I, I almost wish Attrition was here. Now, I think it's great value at $10 as well. It was an outstanding lead-up run. So that's my take on today. I'll uh, hot-foot it over the road and join you for the first at 20 after, 20 after 12. Looking forward to it, Darren. Good calling today. Thanks for your time, Davo. I uh, made it in Peritrus in the Canterbury Stakes. I think she's getting out to a good price now, but wait, the way the market's going, you probably get a bit better. And the best value for me is Banana Queen in race nine. I think she's well-suited today. But, look, tricky day, um, not not an easy punting day. So good luck. Hopefully you can find a few winners. See you on Sky Racing one later. Look forward to it. We'll do it all again next week. See you, mate. Tower Hills. Yeah, races one to six today at Randwick, Flemington and Eagle Farm. Place a win bet using your tab account and your first fixed odds win bet. Your horse are on second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. Whilst at Hawkesbury today, on all races, place a Quinella, Exacta, Trifecta or a first four. And whilst it's capped at $100, you'll get a 10% exotics boost. Jockeys challenge today, J-Mac, $120. for Brent Navdulla, Nashville Willow at 11 15, Craig Williams, Zach Purton, and also Timmy Clark at 31. 41, Karen McAvoy, and any other jockey option. If that price is a little bit too skinny for you, you can go to today's offers. And James McDonald to ride three or more, 250, four or more, 750, five or more, $34. We've also got a special there with James Cummings, two or more that he trains, $3, 13, three or more, or four or more, $71. See you next week. Mate, looking forward to today, and then I'll finish and go home and watch the Rabbitohs. How good, mate. Good luck. Enjoy it. Uh, good luck if you took the multi. Thanks for your texts.